time now. We're two levels in the mic. Alright y'all, let's get into it before it is You wanna act act food. Honey, don't the devil be trying it when you got stuff to do? Huh? Uh-uh. Trying it ain't the word. And it's been a month since you've been in school. Almost. It has. I've been in school for a month and it has been great. Phenomenal. I think the biggest thing is just like trying to balance everything, but I love it. I love that for you, girl. I love it. How about you? What's been what's been up? Uh, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. You know, that's that's really it. That ain't nothing you want to try to keep my head. Yeah. Water. I know people been hitting me. I'm like, when y'all dropping another episode? And I'm just like, we we working on it. Life is life right now. Like, that's why we're here. <laughs> life it's, is it's so crazy now. because like. We dropped the episode, like we recorded in what, like December. Mm -hmm. We dropped the episode in December. Mm -hmm. And like we planned on recording more. Yeah, but then Christmas. But, like Christmas happened, New Year's happened, happened, life happened. I started school, you started training other people and like expanding in your job. It was putting us in all different directions. It's been a lot. Um, but the one thing that I, she told me this. I said, oh yeah, Grace, Grace, Grace. And then Shemaine said, at what point does Grace and procrastination, like what do those lines cross? Cross. And I was just like, you know what? I am all for God's grace and I'm so thankful that he gives us grace, but I don't want to let that be an excuse for yeah. me to keep not doing what I need to do. So I'm so yeah. happy that you held me accountable. was like, okay, well, we, we have to. We have to. Grace. I, I think, because when you... Like, I appreciate you. Like, you remind me of Grace a lot. Like, whenever I tell you I'm overwhelmed or I have this going on, you always say to me, like, girl, you got to remember, like, you need to give yourself grace. Like, you have a lot going on, blah, blah. And, like, when I hear you say it, to me, I'm like, I would use it as an excuse to just not do nothing. Not, like, like, I wouldn't necessarily give myself grace. I would just get lazy mm. and just not do anything. So I'm like, okay, boom, she is right. I do this, da, 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 da. Let me not do nothing at all. Instead of me saying, like, you know what, I do do a lot. Let me slow down. slow down, not stop, yeah, but like, slow let me down. slow down. So, I think I just have to like, just look at it a little bit different. I understand. So now I'm like, okay, girl, give yourself grace. But, but continue to move. But don't stop moving. moving. Yeah, like, don't, don't stop because when you stop, that's, that's it. Like, yeah. So I think that's why, like, with this episode of the recording, even though it's been a month since we dropped and since we recorded, it's kind of like, nah, like, this is what God has called us to do. Yeah. We're still going to do it, mm -hmm. but we're going to give us uh, ourselves grace. Like, we're not the type of people that can push out an episode every single week and record every single week. But not week. yet. It's not, not yet. <laughs> not when you're doing it all by yourself. No. Like, baby, we, uh, no, no. We're the production team. Girl, <laughs> we edit. The content editor. Coming up with the content. <laughs> Trying to make it entertaining but educational. Oh Lord, we do it all, but we, you know what? We're here and I'm so grateful to have Sinead to be doing it with Thanks, yeah, girl. somebody else. Be like, okay. Yeah, baby, we have to do this another year. <laughs> get somebody else to do get it. Get somebody else to do it. Because it's not going to be me. So, with that being said, let's just go into the year with giving ourselves grace, yes. but still getting Moving stuff forward. done. Yeah. yeah. So, we wanted, before we start into the episode, we wanted to recap the Creative 2 Conference. Yes. The No Great Series. It was super dope um, for the time that we were there. Uh, our, it was 
that was a task in itself because my phone started acting crazy. That's a whole story. <laughs> like, honestly, it's so crazy how, like, think, like, when you're supposed to be somewhere, how the devil be like, boom, 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 boom. I had just got off the work that morning. Huh. I, I was so tired. I was like, no, but I said, you know what? God wants me to be there. I yeah. want to receive something that's going to set my soul on fire, and I indeed did. So it was good. It was real good. It was really good. So, all right. So we about to get into the Creative Two Conference. No Gray was the theme for the year. If you are not familiar with the conference, it's a conference for. Um, really influences people who are well, we all in some type of way should be influencing whether our families whether our children or our friends or even on social media if, you know different platforms but um, it was really for people who are looking to take up space mm -hmm. and really just as Christians really just realizing like we are created like God literally created us to be this vessel yes. to take up space mm -hmm. in order to like just spread the gospel yeah in our creative whatever ways so it was amazing um I, where should we start so okay maybe we, i don't know if we want to tell them about like the stuff that happened before we actually got to the conference that's a whole story i don't know if you want to all right so <laughs> just know that we made it there but we, we almost didn't make it there we will insert some clips um, our personal testimonies. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. But to get down to the nitty gritty yes. of the conference itself and what we want to share with you all as you guys journey on to creating and being in a space where you're able to influence other people. Yes. Um, I got a lot from you. Okay, so first of all, uh, it was a couple people there talking. Um, and it was a pastor from Capital City Church, I believe. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah, Okay, he was dope. I've never seen him like preach or speak or anything, but I got a lot from his word. And then my man's Preston Perry. Preston Perry. Um, if you know me, then you know like I'm a Preston fan. Um, probably for like at least like seven years now uh, since I was in college, and I started looking at his apologetics um, and just looking at how he breaks down scripture and the gospel and all the other things. So he was there and he brought a good word and then it was like just little things in between mm -hmm. that we kind of was able to get stuff from we left early unfortunately yeah. but we was there for what we needed to get um set oh and on on that note we both had people stop us and tell us that our kind words have brought them impact or really yeah. got them through some tough times and that was a surprise because I'm, I'm nice because that's just who I am I'm kind mm -hmm. because that's just who I am and to see that me speaking life to someone made her day or you know got them do something is always amazing and Sinead Lady flagged her dad excuse me listen me. I, that was like <laughs> that was so because I had to reach out to her even after to like basically tell her that like I don't take those type of moments for granted um like i don't consider myself a big influencer at all like i feel like i, I take up a small space so like if somebody ever sees me out in public i'm really just like first of all you know me <laughs> you know girl you know me and then like just to hear her say that she felt inspired and she didn't want me to stop and how like she just feels like what I post and what I share, she's able to really use it for her life and stuff. That for me was just 
confirmation and really gave me that push that I needed to like not stop mm -hmm. because social media is draining. Ooh. Like with all the beauty that comes with, you know, doing social media and looking at social media because there is a lot of information out there as moms and as friends and as, yeah. you know, being married and stuff it's that we can use in our life. It's also so exhausting. Yeah. Um, and even trying to grow on social media, it can be really hard and you can feel very discouraged by it. Because look, Instagram so, and this algorithm, honey, baby, make up your mind. What you want yes, me to do? You want me to sing? I can't, it, it, I can't keep up with it. Okay? The algorithm is really, <laughs> it's, it's killing me. But I seen something recently, I don't, I can't quote it verbatim because I don't remember. But it basically was saying like, I'm not trying to be the algorithm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to do whatever God has called me to do. Amen. And I think that for me has just been my thing over the last couple of weeks. Like, forget the algorithm. Like, I'm going to just share whatever God has yep. on my heart to share and whatever God wants me to share. And whoever gets it, gets it. Whoever don't, don't. Like, look back two days. Maybe we'll be in your timeline two days from now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, okay. So, let's talk about no gray first of all let's talk about what the heck like what does no gray even mean like i mean it's, it's an air of uncertainty you don't it's really chaos like organized chaos oh, okay it's okay if i do this and oh, okay it's okay you know what it's okay but um i know that i'm not supposed to be doing this but you know it's not really hurting anyone so mm -hmm. i'm gonna do it or just even as disbelievers like Making sure that when we're making content, we're not trying to appease the world, but yeah. trying to have the world pick a side. Us. Yeah, have a pick a side. So sometimes, as believe it's kind of hard for the trendy styles and the, yeah. But you know, you gotta make sure you're feeding into the right thing. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, at first I didn't really understand like what the, their theme was for the whole no great thing, but um. I think no gray just means like, like kind of like what you said, like you pick a side. Like as Christians, like we shouldn't be in the gray. No. Like we shouldn't be in that space where we don't know whether or not we want to do worldly things or we want to do godly things. It's either you're with God or you're with the world and you cannot be both, both at the same time. So if you find yourself doing both, you're in the gray. <laughs> and I think in the gray, even though you're not saying it, but in the gray means that you are not choosing God. Yeah. Because there's no way you can choose God in the world. You gotta choose one or the other. Mm -hmm. So no gray for me just means that like you either with God all or nothing, or like you basically saying, I'm with the world, forget everything that God is telling me to do. I wanna do what whatever the world needs me to do. And I think it's kind of weird because when you think about social media and when you, when you see like even christian influencers you see them kind of blurring the line yeah of like oh i'm a christian influencer but i'm also doing all of these non-christian things Thanks, yeah and it's kind of like okay i get okay should i like and i think social media in a way has made that okay yeah like there's nobody really not necessarily like just calling people out and being rude and disrespectful but out of love, like, hey, like, this ain't even, this ain't godly. This and I don't think, sis, I don't think this is what you should be doing. Yeah. Nobody wants to hurt nobody's feelings. Everybody wants to be everybody's friend. So nobody really want to hold anybody accountable for the things that they are doing or not doing. And I think if you're going to say you're a Christian influencer or you're 
a Christian taking up space. social media. Yeah, space on social media. Um, you got to make sure if you are not preaching the gospel on your platform, then you cannot call yourself a Christian influencer. And, and not even just that, I think it's hard to be a beauty influencer and be a Christian and not share the gospel. Yeah. Even through whatever it is that you're doing. So I think like no gray really just means like, baby, what side you on? What side you on? I mean, the the guy, I think his name is Lord Lee. I really hope, if I pronounce your name wrong, I'm so sorry. But the guy who opened up, who actually found the conference, I really think his name is Lord Lee. He said, are you in a situation okay, with God? And now it's like, dang, how many times have I went to go do my own thing? And then like, you know what, God, this is the, my fault. Yeah. Oh, he's my plan B. When honestly, God needs to be your plan A in everything because with God, you're, you're going to be get A through Z. So, you know, all, uh, one of the things he said, you have to be fully committed and you have to be ready to offend some people. And yeah. that's okay mm-hmm. because people think it's so, it's uh, okay to offend us as mm-hmm. Christians or be like, oh, why do you believe? Or make you kind of like, dang, why do you believe in? Or dang, am I, am I too preachy? Or am I a Jesus freak? <laughs> girl, girl, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you just really have to be confident and sure of who you are and mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't get twisted up with the world trying to, when they try to question your identity and who you are following. So, that's what I got. Don't be in a situation with Jesus because he don't mm-hmm. want that. You see, do you, you in a covenant with him and y'all married, honey? Or he your side thing? <laughs> We don't want, and you don't want Jesus to be your side thing, honey, because he ain't he, he going to recognize you when you try to knock on them doors, baby. He going to say, who are you? I'm going to sit on that one. You wasn't my man. So I'm going to why you? I don't know why you here knocking for me. Why you knocking for me? I don't know you. I don't know you. But, yeah, that's... Okay, so we got the whole we got the whole idea of what no gray is. I hope y'all got the whole yes. idea of what no gray means. But, um... Some other things that I guess we could talk about, just other things that really stood out to us. I wrote some stuff down. I'm I'm a writer. I I like to like be able to come back and read Mm -hmm. whatever. But a couple of things. So the preacher, the first preacher from Capital City, he said a couple of things. And I think one of his main messages of his whole thing was basically like, there's so many churches, but some people who don't believe. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many people that's crippled by the fear of being whoever God has called them to be, that they're kind of missing the mark and they are wasting the calling that God has for them and the purpose that God has for them. And really just taking us from that space of being comfortable in sin and being comfortable with just not not walking in whatever direction God has called us to walk in. And I think his message for me really made me think a lot about like how many churches there are out there like there's a lot of churches yes. a lot of different denominations mm-hmm. but when you like every corner you turn you can probably find a church if yes. you look on google maps you can probably hit church and you'll see at least like 30 to 40 within a five mile radius but when you look out into the world i don't see church like i don't see christianity no i see secular stuff i see secular music i see secular clothes like the way people dress i see people who are 
out here just having sex with anybody. Ooh, I no. don't see, I don't see Christianity. No. I see the world and I see a whole bunch of people saying they're Christians that look like the world. Yes. So I think like his message for me was basically like, don't be like them. Nope. Like, be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Don't be like the people, like there's enough people that don't believe. Yes. We don't need to add to the number. Like there's enough people who say they're Christians who do not do godly things. Don't be like those people. Be the light. Like God has called us to be the light. So I really took like wherever you are in your life right now, make a conscious decision to be whoever God has called you to yes. be. Whatever that looks like, whatever consequences that come with that, whatever sacrifice you gotta make, be whoever God has called you to be and nothing more and nothing less. Um, one of the things that you, to piggyback off what he said, what you said about him, he said, are you reflecting God or yourself? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I feel like sometimes we like to say, we're reflecting ourselves and like to put, say, oh, that, but it's God. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's not God, yeah. that's you. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. It is okay to be alone when you have Christ. So it's okay if you lose friends. It's okay if people don't, you lose followers. It's like, okay to let the friends come. It's, it's okay because they are obviously not meant for you. Yeah. They're obviously not meant for that part of the journey. That journey, uh, I know for me, as me being more conscious, me um, being more intentional with my time with Christ, like I, I'm very careful about what I consume, even with my music choice. I used to listen to R&B, and I'm like, oh, so I, I'm listening to the lyrics that I'm like, Consuming, I'm like, oh no, I'm nobody's side thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to steal nobody's mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm really in being intentional and just like kind of switching over what I listen to because that feeds your spirit. And I, I just don't want that. Yeah, confusion mm -hmm. over me. <laughs> so yes, it's not easy being a believer, but it's worth it. Yeah, and I think just even say what you what you just said. Um, I think a lot of people will watch this and say like, well, what's the problem with listening to R&B or what's the problem with listening to or watching certain things? Because there is still some songs or still even some movies that I've watched that are like, it clearly ain't God. No. <laughs> that's clearly not Christian-based stuff, honey. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey, baby, that's not... That's not God, but it's a good show. It's a good, it's a good movie. <laughs> but, My baby... My flesh likes it. My flesh loves it. My flesh loves it. <laughs> but I think that... I think that we have to realize that we just have to cut off certain things. Yeah. God never said that being a Christian would be easy. Nope. He never said choosing him would be easy. It's not repentance. You truly have to repent and like let God know like, hey, I need your help because my, I'm struggling in my flesh. is whatever problems I have, whether that's addiction, situationships. Yeah lying, cheating, whatever it is, you really have to trust God and then start moving mm -hmm. like you've already been here. A lot of people be like, yeah, I regret it. And then two weeks later, they're back to doing that same- The same stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, you, you, you're not, you didn't regret it. Yeah. You learned your lesson, you got burned, and now, okay, I'm gonna go back and do it again. Yeah, it's like you feel bad. You feel bad, but you don't feel convicted. Yeah, ooh. Because feeling bad about doing something is really saying like, ooh, I know I shouldn't be doing this, mm -hmm. and I feel kind of bad about it. But you don't feel, and I think the thing with conviction is that you feel like you really offended God. Mm -hmm. And when you love God, it's like a parent. Like when you truly love your, your parent, you respect them. You don't want to disappoint them. Nope. And you don't want to offend them. 
So you feel that conviction and you work to try to change whatever it is that you're doing to offend them. Same thing with friends, same thing with your husband or your wife or whoever you're in relationship with. I think that we have to stop just feeling bad and we have to start feeling convicted. Yes. Because conviction is what's going to change your heart. Yeah. Feeling bad is going to change the action yeah. in the moment, but it's not going to change your action over time yeah. and really create a big change in your heart towards the thing. Because when you stop, when you do feel convicted, you start to hate the thing that you were doing. Yeah. And a lot of people are feeling bad about having sex before marriage, but they don't hate it. Yeah. They still love it. Because it's, it's, it's because it feels good. It's, it's your so yeah. I think that when we start feeling convicted, then we can start seeing more people actually who say that Christians look like yeah. Christians. But until then, we're going to see a lot of people who say they're Christians that look just like the people ain't. The power of seeing was Alright, I got something. You got something? Okay, I'm like, this because Preston told me what I found out who Preston was from her, so. Let me, and this is the thing, right? I'm not, it's not about to be a whole spill about Preston and Jackie. But I want to say this. I've been following both of them around the same time. Um, but being a Christian and understanding the Bible can be difficult when you first come to the faith because mm -hmm. the Bible can seem like a very complex book that can be very confusing and it can be very just like blah 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 that's what it can seem like when you hear or when you see and a lot of people like they read it like they'll do devotion and they'll read it but like there's no real understanding of it no application. and no real application of it and where we are right now in the world like just millennials and and you know all those generations we learn best when it is relatable mm -hmm. and preston and jackie i feel like they do a great job at being relatable mm -hmm. making it plain making it plain and simple mm -hmm. like this is what the bible says this is where you can find that find it at in the bible and this is how you can kind of explain it to other people so yeah. that you can keep spreading the word and i have i've just enjoyed learning from both of them but anyways all right so um one of the things that Preston said was that and that really stuck with me was that jesus isn't after just your salvation he's after like your whole being like God is concerned about who you are as a person. Yes, he wants you to be saved. Yes, he wants you to know who he is and to be in heaven with him one day and rejoice and have the celebration. But God is also concerned about your mental health. Mm -hmm. He's also concerned about the things that you eat. He's also concerned about the things that you do and the things you consume. He's concerned about who you are friends with. Yeah. Like God is concerned about who you marry. Like, God is concerned about all of those things because he understands that all of those things make up who you are mm -hmm. and who you end up being in the world. And I think that even as, like, an unbeliever, like, God is still concerned about you because it is you that God is after. Yes. Like, God is literally after the ones who are not saved. He already, I mean, if you saved, then he already got you. Like, your only job is to maintain your salvation, which you can't lose it. You know, like, once you're saved, you're saved. But he's more concerned about making sure that, like, you stay in that space of healing and growth mm -hmm. and, you know, spreading the gospel and spreading the word and all the things. But, like, God is really concerned about the unbelievers and the believers and making sure that, like, you as a person. You reflect God. 
when people see they yeah. see God. Like you reflect God in that you are whole, like you as a person are whole. Mm -hmm. So like that was one of the things that really stood out to me because I think a lot of people can kind of miss that because Christians typically talk a lot about being saved and like knowing God, but we don't really talk a, a lot about like God loving who you are just as a person, like God being concerned about the little things. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that stood out to me. What was you gonna say? Um, the one thing that stood out to me was do the work now. Like, mm -hmm. like we have to do the work now. Like last time, be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like you said, I'm saved, but what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Um, so just doing the work and showing up how God wants me to show up, whether as an influencer, knowing that okay, yeah, certain trends may be cool, but does it really align with God's overarching arching theme and purpose mm -hmm. my suffering is not in vain like yeah everything has a purpose i just gotta continue and trust god and hold on it's a bumpy vibe being a believer okay it's girl it ain't smooth it's it like, is not smooth it's like a roller coaster it really oh. is girl oh. it's holding on for dear life baby <laughs> huh, me and my buckle did not know <laughs> did somebody make sure did y'all make sure it's secure because <laughs> so, if not i'm falling right off I'm falling right off but um that's really what i got like you know I have to do the work now. Mm -hmm. I said I'm a believer. I need to start moving as such. So yeah, I think the last thing that I got that I just want to touch on, and then we can kind of close out on this episode. But um, sometimes we have to obey God before we see it. Mm -hmm. So like before we see the things that we've been praying about, before we see the things that we want from God, before we see all of those things, we have to obey the word of God and obey whatever God has told us to do. Because I think it's through that obedience that we end up getting to the promise. I think it's that journey towards obeying God and walking into that is where we start to see the promise of God. Mm -hmm. I think the most blessings I've received was after I was obedient and after I went to God and I was desperate enough to really, um, to really just follow God and do whatever God was calling me to do. So yeah, we have to obey God before we see the promise of God. Um, and then lastly is don't allow people to question the goodness of what God has delivered you from. Girl, yeah, he said that too. <laughs> he said that too, baby, because girl, yeah, go ahead. Um, and honestly, I, that, that resonates with me a lot because a lot of times people will want, who know you in your past, you may have soured, whatever the situation was, may not want to be like, hey, Chanel's here. Chanel yeah. is God, mm -hmm. but not the Chanel that I know. And people will hang on to whatever toxic version, whatever unhealed version of it, yeah. and try to like get people to be like, mm -mm, she can't be a believer. And, yeah. like, and sometimes it'll make you question, like, am I am what I'm saying? Yeah. Did God really deliver me? Yeah. But you can't allow people's tainted view or whatever resentment they hold in their heart change who you are and what God has delivered you from. So. That is it. That yeah, is girl. Yeah, that was good. I think because I know he used it. He used the story of Jackie being gay and kind of and his story about him like being out in the streets mm -hmm. and how you know like when they did come to Christ and they started talking about God and they started preaching God and they started doing all those other things. People questioned whether or not it was true because of where he was. But when you look at just the Bible, when you look at, at stories um, throughout the Bible of people who was not a believer, people who literally say, like, this man is not real. Like, 
this man that called himself Jesus, he's not the Messiah. People who sell all those things, a, a lot of people question. Yeah. Like, they question them. Yeah. Um, up, up until the point they realized they realized that Jesus was really who he, he said it was. Yeah. And sometimes it's not until that point that we get we reach a certain level that people really start believing. Like maybe they don't believe now because of what we've experienced in our past. Past that we are who we say we are. But it's so crazy that like once you reach a certain status, then people are like, oh shoot. She really is. She's she really is a Christian. Mm -hmm. Or she really is like a God believer. She really do do X, Y, and Z. And we aren't here to persuade anyone no. to believe that this is who I am. And I am a Christian. I am a God believer. There are certain things now. If you see me out here wilding out in the streets, honey. There's no, we still have it. It, it's something. Listen, <laughs> you hold me accountable. Hold me accountable. Just hold me no, accountable. You know, no something may maybe something going on. You never know somebody's story and what they're going through. But I'm just saying this: we are not in the space of persuading anyone to believe that we are who we are, and God has literally healed us through the things that we've experienced in our past to say we are Christians yeah. now. So, no gray. Okay. Okay. We black or white. In and out. In. I'm not in and out. Sister, I'm not in and out. I'm in. I'm in. I'm Jesus, we locked right, in. Right, like we locked in. in. So, yeah, that, that was it. That, okay. was, that was the conference. I hope that you guys were blessed by something, something. that we experienced. I know we, we are blessed. It comes once a year. I don't know if it's around the same time or not, but it's once a year in the DMV area. Yeah. And hopefully, y'all are at Creative to Be next year and we're gonna be there we're gonna be there because it was good it was our first time it was our first time being there and it was really really good so i hope that you guys got something out of the message and we it's encourage y'all mama send a mic to mama send a, a two oh, mama send a mic to mama send a, and we're what and we're bringing the mic back to you